to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. The podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Uh, this week, my guest is myself. I'm back for another solo episode. Some people's favorite episodes, from what I've heard. People love my little ruminations. <laughs> do you see? Do you feel that Trump? You feel that WB Hall of Famer Donald Trump just like eking its way in here? People are, you know, like you know, a lot of people tell me and whatever. Anyway, it's funny how. Uh, that's how I'm affected. But yeah, hey, look, a lot of hot, hot wrestling action to get into. Um, don't worry, I got some, uh, this is, this is going to be the last week in a while when I'm, I'm by myself because I got some really dope guests coming up uh, for this month. And uh, next week especially, we got a, uh, I don't want to jinx it, but um, a guy we talk about on this podcast a lot. Um, who's uh, very close to the WB product, if you know what I mean. Uh, I think you know, you're fans, but I don't want to jinx it. He's in town, and let's see how this goes. Uh, hey, remember, give us five stars. We deserve it. This is a five-star podcast. Uh, all right, hey, let's get into all the hot, hot wrestling action. Lots to talk about. Lot, lot, lot to talk about. Okay. Now, I want to apologize quickly before we get into it. Actually, I just want to say sorry about last week. Last week, I had two recording sessions scheduled, and I had to cancel both of them for some exciting opportunities that didn't pan out. That's uh, that's the world I'm living in. I'm living in a world of almost, uh, which is uh, which is fun. It's fun for me. It's fun for my heart rate. It's fun for my, my family's future. It's great. Uh, but, you know, the one constant in my life, though, the thing that keeps me grounded is the sweet, sweet, sweet wrestling action. Let's get into it, baby, because it's exciting. All right, so... Man, there's a lot to cover. There's a lot of great shit happening. I gotta say, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty happy with a lot of stuff going on. Um, I know sometimes, you know, like all wrestling fans, it can skew a little negative. Uh, but I mean, I'm feeling pretty positive. I'm booking my tickets to Orlando, I will be there, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited to be there and feel that energy uh, and see and, and see this card, uh, uh, and. Uh, I'm also real excited about uh, the ROH card, uh, the super card to see the Hardys versus the Bucks. I was at PWG uh, two Fridays ago. I mean, Young Bucks are just, they're just, they're incredible. Um, anyone listening to this podcast who's a mainstream WWE wrestling fan, just do yourself a favor. Just go on YouTube, type in the Young Bucks. I mean, these guys are I, I mean, I don't know how WWE doesn't just sign them. I know this is like not a, this is like a really you know, cold take, uh, uh, to quote Alex Newman, you know, everyone knows the Bucks are great, but every time I see them live, I mean, it's just, you're like, they're, they are incredible. Uh, yeah, cool. So, all right, let's get into it. We got Fastlane coming up. Let's start with, with Raw. That's a Raw exclusive pay-per-view. It's the last stop on the road to WrestleMania. So make sure when you're at Fastlane, you get your piss break in uh, if we're following this metaphor. It's the, la- it's the last rest stop. It's the rest stop on the way to WrestleMania. Get in there, you know, give a, give a homeless guy a hand job, whatever you do at these rest stops. Uh, uh, that's what I do, at least. But, yeah, all right, so so. Kick it on Raw. Let's just overall. Man, SmackDown is 
shitting on Raw. Um, SmackDown is uh, uh, even a a buddy. We're going to have him on the show. My buddy Eric Scott, uh, a hilarious dude. He is just getting back into wrestling and he's been listening to the podcast. He I think he's exclusively watching SmackDown and I totally understand that. Um, there's an element of Raw that is just it's it's the same it's that same element where it's like Raw feels like it's I don't know for kids it's you know it's not as much of a wrestling show and the cool stuff the good shit is happening on SmackDown. Um, if I you know I think about if I was a superstar if I was a Cesaro let's say. Man, I would beg to go to SmackDown. And I did read at some point that the wrestlers were asking to switch. But let's get into it. Cool. The good stuff that's happening on Raw. Man, I am a mark for Goldberg. Um, He is fucking great. Goldberg, I'm really enjoying it. I, I, you know, I know. I know. uh, Overall, the, the sentiment, you know, the people seem to be into it. I'm not alone here. But I really did not expect him to be this good. I don't think anybody did. I think he's coming out, and he's just... The thing I love about Goldberg, I mean, there's two things, and I'll probably stretch that into three, because... And let's just... let's That third one I'm going to add is that he's jacked. You know I love that. I love a nice jacked dude. Uh, you know, we say, look, there's a lot of space in, 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 in wrestling for... You know, I was talking about the Bucks. Those guys are smaller. Kevin Owens. I love Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is fucking killing it. He's not a traditional wrestler. But there's always room for a nice jacked monster. And that's what Goldberg is. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, but the thing, one of the things I, I like about Goldberg is that he is just such a, he is such a face. Where it feels right now that all the guys that are getting over in my mind, the, the, the dudes that I'm really liking what they do, most of them are heels. You know, I look at a guy like Neville, who's a guy that wasn't clicking for me, even though I love Neville. But he wasn't clicking. And then he went heel, and it was like, boom, this is all oh, perfect. Put on that angry face, be an, be an asshole. Like, that 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 works. It seems to be something that works, you know. Baron Corbin has been clicking. Um you know, uh, Joe, Samoa Joe came in as a hard of a heel as you can be. That's clicking. Um, Kevin Owens, heel Kevin Owens. That's clicking. It's like all the heels, Miz, they all seem to be clicking. But uh, in terms of like when I see Goldberg, I'm like, oh, where are the faces like this? This is a guy who was just like all good. And I mean, the argument you can make is Cena, but Cena, I think what's working for him is that he's a little bit in that gray area right now. Um, and it's not even totally his fault. A lot of the digs on him are just legitimate, but we'll get into that. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'd say Goldberg's just, I didn't expect him to be good on the mic. I had no memory of Goldberg's mic skills. All my memories of Goldberg were just like the squash match. Uh, but just everything about him, uh, it, it, uh, it just works. He's just simple. Uh, he had a, one line that was like, just the way he delivered it, the way his voice sounded. He was just like, that whole speech did nothing but piss me off. And I don't know. I dug it. He just, you know, uh, I think having his son there really did help. But I'm excited. So let's talk about this match at Fastlane. Where do, you know what? We'll get into that. First, Kevin Owens came out, cut a pretty great promo. Kevin Owens, I've noticed, has this thing that, like, I, I totally get it. He tends to mess up 
on the mic with his like first couple of words, and then he finds his rhythm. Um, I know we skipped last week. I thought he cut a great promo in the ring on the spotlight. I liked seeing him back in the suit. Um, I do think he could get like a better fitting suit. I don't know what a like his suits don't fit him that well, and I don't know what an ill fitting suit does for you because it's like I don't know how that fits your gimmick. It's like you're heel, but you're not. You know, it's like you're. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, hmm, uh, what's the logic of an ill-fitting suit? It's like, I, it's like, oh, I, I, you know, he doesn't dress traditionally, and even when he does that, it's off. But that's like kind of schlubby. That's almost like that's a little face. Like he should be a little crisper. Like he's selling out. Like the Kevin Owens you used to like is gone. Now I'm corporate. Like The Rock, five thousand dollars suits, five thousand. You know, um, or maybe a dress. We should address that his suits don't fit, and he doesn't care. And then maybe there's something there. Um, or maybe he does it because he because of Jericho was Jericho was such a prima donna and he was so such a fashionista. He's like f that. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he tends to mess up. So I recorded a clip of of uh, of what he said right away, and the beginning of Raw. Here's Kevin Owens. You're in a good mood. I'm a good mood. Bill. Oh, that's great. Because you know what. You're in a good mood. I mean, I mean mood. You're in a good mood. You're in a good mood. I'm a good mood. Oh, <laughs> that's, mood. that's how they say it in Canada. Mood. That's great. Do we have any of the old? Well, let's see what I got here. Do we have any of the old Kevin Owens clips? Uh, what's this? What's this? <laughs> no, that's Kevin Owens saying humanity. Humanity. Um, uh, let's see if this is Kevin Owens. Did you just say that me as WWE Universe said, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, this is, it. this is another example of a Kevin Owens mess up. He only knows how to flub in a major way. Did you just say that me as WWE Universe said, Whoa. <laughs> I'm here by myself. This is legit making me crack up. Um, yeah, cool. But Kevin Owens is great. He cuts a great promo. Messing up like that is totally fine, but it is very funny. Um, so we're going into this match with Goldberg. Um, unfortunately, I cannot see them not giving this belt to Goldberg. Goldberg is so over. Lesnar versus Goldberg for belt is like... It's like that's a big time headline WrestleMania caliber match. Plus, if they want to bring Lesnar back into the fold in a big way, he just retired from UFC. I don't know if that factors in. Um, though he'll be back in the UFC. There's no rules for Brock Lesnar, everybody. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I, I can't see. And also, it's they're clearly going to go Kevin Owens, Jericho. And that for the universal title, I mean, they already have the U.S. title. It, it, the reality is that it doesn't really matter. I mean, if they, if it's Kevin Owens versus Jericho, I think they're going to have Kevin Owens go over and keep him the champion. If it's, you know, Lesnar, it's whoever has that belt there, I don't know. It doesn't match. It doesn't really matter. Um <laughs> It weirdly doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, I wish I had someone else here to just be like, do you agree with me that it doesn't really matter? Um, it's, you know, if you keep Kevin Owens the champion, if he beats Jericho, it's like, yeah, you should beat Jericho. 
not excited for a Jericho Kevin Owens match at Mania, really, especially for the belt. Jericho is a comedy act right now, and that's okay. He's the one of the best comedy acts in wrestling history. He's killing it. He's fucking awesome. This is this is exciting to Jericho. That's uh, friendship celebration, like we said, was one of the it was one of my favorite moments in Raw history. I loved it so much. Um. But the match, it's like Kevin Owens is too good. Kevin Owens needs big matches, you know? So, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know what they do here. Um, I, if I was them, I would, if you have to do Kevin Owens Jericho, I would, I would actually probably put the belt on Goldberg. Um, but I understand keeping it on Kevin because it gives it more legitimacy. But I would move it to Goldberg just because, you know, I'd love to see Goldberg wearing that belt in the undies. I mean, come on, let's do it. Why not? Um Great. Uh, moving on. So what else happened? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, uh, you know, the women's division. I'm really not excited about the women's division on Raw. Um, I'm also not excited about it on SmackDown uh, right now. And it's just the division is too thin to be on two different shows. Everyone knows it. But Charlotte, Charlotte's cutting a decent promo, but Bailey is just... Uh, she is just cannot. She does not have the charisma on that microphone, uh, and she does not deserve to be champion yet. That's just. I hate to say because I love Bailey. Mm, you know, I like her story. I find it endearing, but I don't. It's you know. Let's go back to that point. Jason Shabiro made. You know, not everyone deserves to be champion. It's not like oh, you des- the whole you deserve it thing. It's a lot of people deserve to be champion, like based on their their merits. But the championship eludes people, and uh, they need to keep that. They, they, they need to keep that. And Bailey needs to earn it more. She needs to earn the crowd more. You need to earn your keep on Raw to win it. Now there are stunt wins or whatever we want to call it, where you come in and you win it the first night or something like. That's fine if you want to push somebody in a big way, but right now it feels like they're just giving belts to people just to push them. Naomi, just because you deserve it, because you've put the time in, like giving it out like a participation trophy or like a lifetime achievement award is what it, they're giving it. That's what the Hall of Fame's for. If Bailey had a good run and never won the belt, that's okay. Jake the Snake never won a belt. He's in the Hall of Fame. The belt needs to be like, it needs to be a big deal. And, you know, Kenny Omega talks shit about WWE belts, and he's right. Um, it's part of why when I go on Instagram and I see a, the Bullet Club and I see Cody, the Bucks, and Kenny Omega and what they're up to, um, I get more excited than most of the things happening in WB. And that doesn't say that, that that doesn't look my excitement for wrestling is very high always. That doesn't mean I'm not excited what's going on with WB. I'm just saying there's something where these belts are flying around. It's not feeling as important. What those guys feel, what they do, it feels important. Uh, yeah, uh, picked up a dope Cody Rhodes shirt. Um, by the way, um, and hey, if anyone's you know, this is a small thing, but anyone has the Cody Rhodes Bullet Club shirt, or just look it up, it's one of the top selling shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. I got it. Is the bull is the Bullet Club skull wearing his face mask from broken his broken nose mask, the handsome Rusev mask? I think that's what it is, but. I would like some other opinions. All right, so let's move on. This Rollins segment, Rollins Triple H segment. Look, I think Rollins was doing a nice job in the ring there. I think Triple H showing up. Look, he does it every year. He shows up and he cuts a damn good promo. Triple H, great on the microphone, terrific on the microphone. Uh, he's 
He makes a nice, he makes a good case. Part of me is starting to feel like, oh, okay. He did this last year, showed up with Roman Reigns. He had his beef with Roman Reigns. He shows up like his reason for not being into Seth, like being mad at Seth Rollins. It feels, it doesn't feel like, uh, it doesn't feel uh, built up enough. Now, I know there were moments, it's just there's been such a gap in the moments of like their descent that it's like, it's, I'm forgetting, I'm like almost forgetting their relationship. I wonder if anyone else feels that way. Tell me if you feel that way. Do you, you feel like you're remembering like, oh, what happened with these guys? Oh, he just turned on him. But I remember when Triple H turned on Rollins, I don't remember much of a feud with them. Uh, maybe Rollins was getting like, you know, and this is the problem. You cannot sell a match without the other guy there. Uh, I don't like it. Bray Wyatt did it leading into that Undertaker match at 31 and Bray just came out looking, you know, silly, especially when he lost to Undertaker. Like the other guy needs to be there. It's not I mean, I'm sorry. There's too many guys on this roster who will be there for you to just not show up. I, I don't dig it. It's like, you know, I know people get special treatment, but I just feel like, you know, any sport I ever played, it was like, who's at practice? Uh, any, you know, it's always like, do you put in the hard work? Um, I guess Donald Trump is changing all that and he's a company man. Uh, you know, uh, you know, he didn't do public, he did no public service, only been in, went into business for himself. So, uh, and he's the president of the United States. So maybe that's how it works now. Maybe we reward the guys at the top. Maybe we should give Triple H the belt again. Why not? Why not? Um, uh, yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, so I, I I definitely like this. I noticed Rollins, he cut a nice promo. He said dude a lot of times. Anyone notice he said dude? He's like, dude, dude, dude. Um, you know who noticed? I noticed, and I recorded one. Here's, here's what, here's Rollins saying dude. And sell out, I bought in. But, but did I buy in too much, you know? And I should have known better, dude. Did should have known better, did I should have known better, did Seth freaking Rollins did should know better, did anyway? He said dude like five thousand times in there. Uh, they they weren't close enough together where I could record a uh, uh, good, but uh, I should have known better, did. Uh, yeah, cool. So yeah, I think I mean look, it's cool. I like the way they're playing it. That like, hey, I thought that was good. It's just be him, like, yeah, they don't think I can make it to Mania, even though the reports are that he can make it to Mania. But pretending that he can, then when he come, I mean, he actually does WrestleMania, that's gonna be cool. A Rollins Triple H match, yeah, I'll, I'll I will watch that. Um, I think that is, uh, you know that that you know look that's a cool match. Hopefully it happens. Um, yeah, so I think the guy killing it the most on Raw right now, and I think most people agree with me, is Braun Strowman. And not only that, I'm going to go pretty far. I'm pretty, and I, I don't want to jinx him, but I'm pretty excited about Braun Strowman's future in WWE. I think we might be seeing a big man who has, uh, who, who, um, can actually be more than just a big man, more than just like a guy to beat to put over an, an actual star. Uh, I think Braun Strowman could be a star. I think we could have a guy who goes on a really long run. He seems to have the charisma. He seems to have his character down pretty strong. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, I I'm, it's just it's just it's just working. Um, I think his being a dick to. To Mick Foley, I thought that was pretty exciting. It's amazing because it got me. I, I thought when they got face to face, this is something I noticed continually happens. Is I, Braun Strowman or whatever it doesn't even matter. There's a face off in the ring, and then 
you're like get excited about what's happening and then you're bano wano bano you hear roman reigns music and it just like brings the energy down i mean he uh roman reigns you're like oh man i'm just not i'm just not a fan i'm not a fan i'm still not a fan what is this three years of saying not a fan uh yeah i mean what you know how many things can i say take off the vest he's not gonna do it did they slow his music down to make it even more boring? Did they are they like they purposely trying to torture me with that? Bano, I feel like it went faster when he was in the shield when the, that was the Shields music. Oh my god! I, the, I mean, a rebranding on Reigns so overdue. Fuck. Uh. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, so anyway, that's a raw, that, that's my thing about raw. I got a lot more to say about SmackDown. Uh, yeah, so, all right, SmackDown. This is just a terrific show. This was a terrific show. I loved it. Um, okay. And they set up some cool stuff. Uh, you know, I'm good. So, all right, this Ms. Cena opening was terrific this is this was dope this was like the definition of this is what makes wrestling great this was like a work shoot at its finest and let me tell you Miz is responsible for some of the best (laughs) some of the some of the best work shoot moments of uh, of 2016 17 uh, wrestling year, we assume that wrestling years are you know mania is the culminate the, the fiscal year of wrestling you know it, it begins uh you know April third uh, or whatever mania day, you know the day after mania the new year begins but of this year of this fiscal year the 16 17 year Miz we had this Daniel Bryan thing and now with this Cena where it's like it feels like it it feels like Miz actually hates Cena now. I don't know if they hate each other. Uh, it feels like everybody hates Miz, but then, you know, I've had, we had Sandow on the podcast. I mean, he only had great things to say about Miz. Uh, so I don't actually know. Maybe I'll ask my guest next week. Maybe he'll spill the beans on this, uh, or maybe he'll run out of here. Maybe he'll make me delete that question. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, great. Miz, all his beef with Cena was, I mean, it was, it was, Felt real. That's all I gotta say. Felt it felt it felt like I, you, push people down in this business. You get an opportunity because you kiss ass. It's great. And the thing that keeps happening, I was like, wow, he's really taking down Cena. He's like, you left the business. You're not here. I love that. You know all that. He's like, you have all this power. Uh, I, I'm like, wow, he took him down. And then I always go, how is Cena gonna respond? Cena always somehow responds he gets the upper hand the harder you come at Cena the harder he comes back and he's a great he's a tremendous talent one of his lines felt like uh, this was clearly uh, a shoot is when he say <laughs> he's like if I had as much power as you say I'd be face to face with the undertaker right now not you that was great it was like oh I'm in a feud with you because I don't have I don't have the power uh, this is just this is the kind of shit that makes wrestling amazing. That it's hard to explain to people, especially the people who call it fake. You know, uh, yeah, these guys. I mean, and look, let's talk about this. I mean, let's talk about this. Um, uh, 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 
about this match. This match is clearly going to be, you know, Nikki and Cena versus Maurice and Miz. Now, people popped really hard when Nikki came out. They love that because it's authentic. These are real couples and people like authenticity. The whole thing felt real. That's what made this segment work. Uh, Great. I mean, that's a match that I sounds terrible. Sounds like it's a waste of Miz and Cena. Uh, yeah, like he said, I mean, a, a, we're going to see Reigns Undertaker. I'd rather see Cena Undertaker. But I understand that this match has a lot of appeal to, I don't know, Total Diva fans. I I, I don't know. People went nuts for it. But, you know, I'm not going to be excited when I see that it's actually they're tagging in and then there's the matches for nothing and it's, you know, yeah, it's Miz and Cena. It's just kind of like a, you know, a spectacle match. But, hey, maybe it'll end up being a good match. You know, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. Yeah, that was great. Let's see. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, you know, like I said, I wasn't that into the women's division stuff. Alexa Bliss cut a great promo. Alexa Bliss is great. Uh, you know, Mickey James and and you know and uh, uh, Becky Balboa, not not really doing it for me. I don't know. Becky's never clicked for me. I don't understand her gimmick. I liked her in NXT when she came up. It's like, I don't know. I don't get it. Mickey James gimmick. I don't know. She's a little undefined right now. I guess she's like a little unhinged. Is kind of what I would say. Uh, but uh, I thought Alexa was great on the microphone. She did that Oscar. Uh, that the whole the the Oscar promo, I thought that was really solid, and she delivered it great. Her facial expressions are awesome. I remember she used to break a little bit. You could see that she wasn't actually like fully in character, and she's just gotten so comfortable when they threw the strap on her. She is um, terrific. It's a bummer we can't see her go against Raw women. Uh, she deserves to be in that picture immediately. Uh, okay, so Dean Ambrose. And Baron Corbin. I don't know if, you know, this seems to be, I don't know where they're going with this because there's no more SmackDown promos. So are we going to see a Corbin-Ambrose match at at, uh, WrestleMania? I think that they got to add some more people to that. They got to get, you know, maybe Ziggler in there. They got to get some... Some some of the guys in there. There's definitely time, but I'm just curious where exactly they are they are going with that. Uh, I, here's the thing about Dean Ambrose. The point I was gonna make is that his jokes never hit, even though sometimes they're really funny jokes. There's good jokes. Um, he had a thing that was like, I thought it was pretty funny. He was like, just a couple things I don't know. Like, you know, you don't, uh, women, some women don't like to be called sturdy. <laughs> I think that's, that's funny. That's just funny. Um, and so I was like, oh, why are they not laughing? So I went back and I was rewinding and I was rewinding and then I realized, oh, they are laughing really hard. Something about the audience, the way it's mic'd, you can't hear the laughter. And it's like Ambrose is kind of a, his comedy matters i don't know why you don't i don't know why you don't hear it i'm interested i would like to talk to someone uh i know a couple of you guys on this a couple of guys listen to this podcast who are on the inside send me a text maybe and i you know i won't, I won't expose my sources let me know if you think you if you notice that laughter doesn't get picked up on the microphone the crowd as much as booze let's say um it, it sounds obvious but i'm just curious like does 
if that's if if there's anything valid to that because there's been a couple times in the past where I've been like that's a good joke and they don't and don't get a laugh and uh and I and I feel bad for Ambrose because I think he delivers some of these jokes actually pretty well even though I'm not Ambrose Mark we all know that um yeah cool oh I'll tell you also with Ellsworth they're they're setting up Ellsworth Cena match I thought JBL was calling this an interspecies match uh that was very funny uh. I definitely like that. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, here's another random note I wrote. David Otunga mentioned Mark McGuire. <laughs> said he hits. He said that he hits like Mark McGuire. Uh, that's like the king of steroids. <laughs> I don't. Why, I wouldn't mention Mark McGuire. I, I wonder if he got in trouble for that. Some of the guys on the inside. Let me know if he got in trouble for that. Okay. I don't think he gets in trouble because of Jennifer Hudson. Uh, I hope Jennifer Hudson sings the national anthem at WrestleMania because at least there'll be a justification for how this guy belongs near a uh, announcer microphone. He's atrocious. Okay. So. Luke Harper versus AJ Styles. Great. Uh, I thought this was a great match. Uh, I dug the finish of this match also because I didn't expect it. I thought it was going to be... Uh, look, they're setting up for this AJ-Shane match, which no one wants to see. His biggest weight of AJ Styles. But I did get a little bit worked. I did get worked here because... AJ won, and I was like, oh, my God, they're going to just, I guess they're going with a three-way. They're going to do AJ, Bray, Orton. But clearly, at the end of the night, they show that Orton is going to take advantage of his win at the Royal Rumble. And then Shane's he's going to screw him over, and then we're going to set up the Shane-AJ feud. Um, oh, that match, I'm so unexcited for it. The, um, yeah, to AJ Styles just, I mean... He belongs in the main event picture of Mania. I, um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a shame. It's a shame to see that. You know, I understood it last year. Last year was there was, no, you know, oh, let's have Shane step up. That's part of what made the magic there. It was that, like, who's going to face Undertaker? The roster is so thin right now. And then they made it Shane, and you were like, That's, that was cool. Uh, and so now, you know, we're, we're losing that, which I do, you know, it's it's a shame. Uh, uh, um, face it runs a place. All right. So yeah. So they had that. I thought that match was great. Um, uh, yeah. So let's get into the Bray Wyatt Orton bit. Let's call it a bit. Let's. I want to call it a segment. I would like to call it a segment. Okay. So this segment started out. It was the Bray Wyatt. It was the invocation. He was giving. I really like. That's something I like on SmackDown in general. Is that you know instead of uh, contract signings, they do invocations and they do. Uh, they had just a a face to face. Like you know, Raw is still running the con- the tired old contract signing. Uh, the last contract signing I remember on SmackDown was a double contract signing. Even that. Even that. They're doing more original stuff. Um, I think it's cool. So Bray Wyatt came out. Look, one of my beefs with Bray Wyatt, oh, man, he looks great with that belt. Um, his, his promos are a little meandering. Uh, they're a little bit um, nonsensical. They're a little bit just 
it's all frosting, no cake. It's like, oh, wow, this this is a great delivery. This guy looks awesome. Terrific actor, um, great sense of character. But what do you what do you want? And and he has the belt, so it's helping him. I mean, uh, he's calling it the you know the Holy Grail, and he's holding and you know it, it does make it like oh okay he's going for the wrestling championship. It does give him focus in a way. But I do I do find myself zoning out a little with his promo. So I still think he could be like a little more uh, specific now. That being said, this segment was terrific. I actually think this is the kind of stuff that I, I you know, I'd like to, you know, I, I don't know. We'll say we'll see how people feel about this, but I, I, the, I give credit to segments like this to Matt Hardy, Matt, Matt Hardy, and the final deletion, delete, delete, delete. Uh, I think open the door for segments like like this that are produced. In almost a cinematic way, uh, not almost in a cinematic way. I thought the way this the the production value on this was like I you know when you forget you're watching a, a wrestling show, you get so caught up in the in the in, and there's almost an element of story. I thought it was just awesome. I the music underneath what Randy was doing. I thought their both of their acting was like really strong. The Randy part was clearly pre-taped. Uh, and that made it even awesome. It had cut twos, had like psycho cut twos, well, psycho remake. Uh, everyone's favorite psycho, uh, cut twos to like worms decaying. And, uh, yeah, cool. Randy, you know, you don't, you don't trust the snake, the viper. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I mean, it was great. I thought this segment was even like scary. It felt like legitimately scary. And it was like, um, it was not predictable. I thought it was like he had, you think he was just going to smash the chair. And then he's like, no, I'm going to burn this whole place down. And the, it was fucking, it, it like set up a feud where you're like, oh my God, he's going to be so mad. The thing that was interesting, it was great. I thought everyone was great. It was like vintage uh, Randy Orton, just a complete asshole. Um, and, you know, he, this is his second time where he like got on the inside. He this is like his his pattern of behavior. He pretend he goes on the inside and then he attacks you from the inside. He did the same thing uh, when against um, Rollins when they when he was the face of the company and then you know they face off at thirty one uh, and then like he convinced Triple H that he was part of them. You know this is what he does. I I dig it. It's a pattern of behavior that is cool. Um, so the thing is, I was thinking about this is when he's burning it down. Is who is the heel and who is the face and. I think we know the answer based on the audience's reaction, though it could change. But based on what happened in this, was um, uh, uh, it was the the face was Randy Orton. Um, it was like he was getting you know his retribution. He was like finally you know he was freed from the from the monster. Uh, is how the audience reacted. I was like. I don't know what WWE intended or how people would take it. Like b- burning down someone's house, I guess, which has si- his sister. I, you know, someone correct me. I'm still not even sure. I mean, that's kind of my beef with the uh, Bray. I think his sister Abigail was like, "Oh, she's buried. That you know, that's hallowed ground. That's she's she's buried there, and uh, that's like his sanctuary." And he burned it down. Like it's like his sister's grave. He burned. That's like the most heel thing you could do. You know. Uh, you know, it reminds me of when uh, you know the big ba- boss man. Uh, <laughs> uh, went to Big Show's father's funeral, hooked it, his casket up to his his uh, <laughs> to his to his uh, station wagon and drove away. 
that uh, that is the most heel thing of all time. Um, actually, I don't know. Undertaker hanging uh, the big boss man and in, in from the hell in the cell. I think just straight up murdering someone. That's pretty heelish, also. But who is the heel here? The arsonist or the devil? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. But seems to be right now it's Randy. Uh, is, is going to be the face and that uh, Bray is the heel. I thought people might sympathize for Bray. I've always thought Bray would be a really cool face because everyone just likes him uh, so much. But yeah, so this sets up, this is just cool. Like, Randy Orton, like now I'm excited for this match. It's like, you burnt down my house. Think about the stakes there. Talk about a grudge match, plus it's for the title. Like, that match, I'm excited for. Uh, could we get, be getting worked here and they do add AJ Styles to this match because he won that? I don't think so. I think, the, I think to be honest, like, he burned it down. To shoehorn AJ in is going to feel really weird considering how personal they've made this feud between the two of them. But, um, uh, man, I just, yeah, I still would love to see it. You know, there's not a lot of spots. It's hard to book. With this much talent, it's hard to book a mania. But the Bray-Orton match um, is... Is really that's a, I'm excited. I'm excited for that match. Uh, I think they'll have Bray retain, but I think like uh, the hate there is going to make that match. I think it's going to fuel it. I, I'm 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 excited. You know, I, I can't believe I'm excited for Randy Orton to be in anything. I think that's just good writing, good good piece. Uh, yeah, cool. So one thing I noticed about this segment that my favorite part about this segment was how. Bray Wyatt, when he saw Randy, how he got excited like a little kid. He uh, and he screamed out, "Randy!" <laughs> he had his hands up, Randy, like it was like your dad came to pick you up at school. Randy! <laughs> it was like he literally two seconds before that said, "Beazel, Bob." And then he goes, Randy! Dad, he was like, Daddy! Randy! <laughs> I loved it. Alright, yeah, so cool. A lot of exciting things happening. Um, uh, Alright, let's quickly go through this fast lane card, then we'll call it a day. Look, got some big guests coming up. Fun, uh, I'm recording a bonus episode to make it up to you guys tomorrow. Um... Uh, uh, with a great comedian. Uh, hopefully he doesn't cancel. He is very busy recording an, um, a big Netflix special. And uh, but uh, you know it's okay. We'll reschedule if we can't do it. But anyway, let's go through this fast lane card. And uh, okay, Rich Swan. Who cares? Who cares? That match. Who cares? Um. Kevin Owens versus Goldberg. Who do I think is going to win this match? I think Goldberg's going to win. I can't imagine. Goldberg is so over. And it's going to be, you know, Jericho is going to come back. And that's how that's going to go down. Uh, Reigns versus Strowman. I think Undertaker is going to show up here. I guess that's two matches in a row with an interrupt. But, hey, it's Mania season, baby. This is a pointless pay-per-view. I think that... Undertaker is going to show up, mess with this match. The question is, will they make this a three-way Reigns, Strowman, Undertaker. I think they should. I think Reigns versus Undertaker is 
Braun Strowman's, you know, he he's he's the most over of all these those guys. Uh, well, that's not true. Undertaker's obviously more over, but he but he can't work. So we need. I don't know. I think that's a way to do it. Mm. Yeah. So I think who wins that match? I think that's gonna be a no contest. Neville's gonna beat Jack Gallagher, no question. They're gonna keep that belt on Neville for a while. He's the only way to make that cruiserweight division pop. Uh, is to have him be a long, long-running champion. That's my thing. Luke and, and Gallows and Anderson versus Moray. I think they're keeping on Luke, Gallows and Anderson. Um, yeah, maybe if Enzo and Big Cass win at Mania, because they'll get big pop. It'll get the you know if they start the pay per view off with that, you know that that could be good. And they can come out and get the crowd going at Mania. Yeah, so I think they'll keep it on Gallows and Anderson. Bailey versus Charlotte. Um, this is interesting. This is interesting. Bailey, as we all know, Charlotte is undefeated at pay per views. Uh, do they want Charlotte the champion at Mania? I think Charlotte will win the belt at Mania uh, back. So I think, hmm. And they say Sasha will be in the corner if she can make it after Nia Jax. I think that uh, I think they're going to give the belt back to Charlotte. <laughs> I just think she wins at pay-per-views, and they love tossing that belt around. Um, I think they're just going to give it back to Charlotte. And then have her retain. They're going to do a three-way. They may do maybe do a fatal four-way match. Maybe that's probably what they'll do. They'll do Charlotte, Nia, Sasha, Bailey, fatal four-way. Sasha versus Nia. Um, I think Sasha Banks will... Will win. They're gonna pump her up going into Mania, but I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make Nia Jax. I don't know. I'm so not invested in what's going on here. I mean, they, the fact that like Charlotte can't go up against Alexa Bliss or like somebody, it's 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 a shame. I mean, they need to be more fluid with these wrestlers. They're gonna move them around more. Uh, yeah. So I'll just say Nia Jax beats Sasha Banks. Now, S- Sami Zayn versus Samojo. Samojo is gonna win in a very in a you know in a big way. Samojo, they're gonna push Samojo. I didn't really talk about him actually. I don't know why he escaped my notes here, but yeah, um, Samojo is just doing great work. He's coming in that heel. He's yeah, he's just great. I like him with Triple H. It's good. It's good. It's exciting. He's you know yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, a lot of fun stuff happening. I think the exciting stuff is happening on SmackDown. I'm into this Cena Miz. Uh, man, I, I felt emotion there. I felt like bad for Miz for a little bit, and then Cena pulled me back. Where I was like, Oh yeah, Miz is just being a whiny bitch, and then like just just great. Like a lot of, a lot of good stuff happening. Goldberg just man, Goldberg's music hits. I get so excited. Like I just reminds me of being in like seventh grade when. And uh, it's and he just still looks good. He doesn't look sad. A lot of the old guys come back. They look sad. He's just he still looks pretty much the same. Uh, yeah, great. A lot of good stuff happening. We're on the road to mania, baby. Hey, follow me on Twitter at D Black Attack. Join our Facebook group, um, uh, the Comedians of Wrestling. Post uh, all your wrestling shit on there. Post if you're getting any cool T-shirts. Show them to me. I'm always open to checking out wrestling gear. And, uh, yeah, hey, tell your friends about this show. If your friends watch wrestling, you know, get, let's uh, get them in the mix. Get them on the uh, – uh, uh, get, get them going. Uh, and, uh, yeah, hey, next week I'll be back with a big guest, all right? Big guest. You know this guy.
I've been super kicked by this guy. All right. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. Thank <laughs> you.